Hello, 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 old schoolers. Welcome to another edition of the Old School Gamer. Today, we are going to talk about some space bounty hunter that we all thought that was dude. That is, of course, the Metroid series. Metroid was a new series that was released in the U.S. in 1987 after the ma mass success of many of their platforming cl classics of Nintendo, such as Donkey Kong, Ice Climbers, and Super Mario Brothers, and also to the success of their adventure game, Legend of Zelda. Uh, the decision was made to try to mix the two genres together, mainly the platforming and adventuring. And so co-directors Satoru Kata and Masa Masao Yamamoto were given the task to create the game Metroid, which was, of course, a, a combination of words Metro, Metro, and Android. Ridley Scott's Alien and H.R. Geiger's monster designs were cited as the main influences for Metroid. Samus was initially supposed to be a man, but then one of the developers asked, Hey, what would that person in the suit turn out to be a woman? They all thought it was cool, and the decision was to make, was to say, uh, made to make, uh, to make Samus a woman. Though the instruction manual still uses the he pronoun in, in, uh, to, to identify him. Metro was made to be a nonlinear exploration game, and also to instill feelings of desolation of being alone the entire time. As mentioned, Metroid is a story about the bounty hunter Sam Saran. In the year 20X5, the space pirates attacked, it, attacked the Fe Galactic Federation-owned space research vessel and grabbed several samples of a species known as the Metroid, a parasitic life form from the planet SR-388. The Metroids can latch onto a life form and drain all of its life energy to kill it. The space pirates wanted to replicate the Metroids and then be able to use them as a biological biological weapons against them. The Federation was able to locate the space pirates base on the planet on the planet called Zebes, but they were unable to launch an assault on their base. As a last resort, Samus was calling to break into the base and to destroy the mother brain, who controls both the pirates and the, ba the base's defenses. As you land on Zebes, uh, Samus explores the entire planet, starting out with just a weak short beam weapon and the ability to jump. <laughs> As you explore deeper into the planet, you can find various power-ups from stronger weapons, new suit upgrades, and missile and energy tanks to increase both your energy and your missile capacity. With a lot of these, you will you will need you will actually need a lot of these upgrades in order to explore deeper area areas of the planet. In the first game, there's only two bosses you meet: uh, Karade, who's an ally of the Space Pirates, and their commander Ridley. Uh, once you find your way to the last area of the game, where you, this is where you have to first deal with the Metroids, which ha there's this very specific way of killing them, mainly to freeze them with the ice beam and then shoot fight missiles at them. After defeating the Mother Brain, the, it activates a self-destruct bomb, and Samus has to get out before the timer runs out. Metroid was a massive success, ne nearly getting perfect reviews from every magazine back at the time. It's also considered one of the first games where people start the practice of speedrunning, basically trying to beat the game as fast as you can. Uh, because of this, uh, there's actually several endings in the game, and it all depends on how fast you beat the game. So, for example, if you beat the game within three to five hours, it'll give you. I will show you the big reveal that Samus is actually a woman when she takes her helmet off. With the best ending, if you can finish the entire game in one, under an hour, that Samus will show up in the beginning. 
1991, the sequel came to the Game Boy, to the Game Boy, which was Metroid's first adventure to the portable screen, uh, which is called uh, Metroid 2: The Return of Samus. Samus is now tasked by the Federation to head to the Metroid home planet of SR388 and eliminate all the Metroids on the planet to ensure that they will never be used as a weapon again. In this game, uh, there's actually there's a set amount of Metroids to kill, which is indicated on the screen. And once you kill all the Metroids, a new area will be revealed by Earthquake, and Samus can advance farther in. The game introduces two new weapons and two new items, along with the weapons that have been seen in the first game. And also, the Metroids have also evolved into different types of creatures for Samus to deal with. After killing the Queen Metroid, she once again makes her escape, but then she finds a single Metroid egg, which hatches, and the baby Metroid imprints Samus as its mother. Instead of killing it, she takes the baby Metroid back with her to the Federation, which leads to the very next game in the series. And that game came out in 1994, known as Super Metroid for the SNES. Continuing Continuing right where Metroid 2 left off, Samus leaves the baby Metroid with the scientists of the Federation intending to study its abilities. But shortly after leaving, she received a distress call where the lab was attacked. Samus returns only to find that the scientists are all dead and, and Ridley stealing the baby Metroid. Samus chases Ridley right back to the planet Zebes to once again put down Ridley in the mother brain. The game has expanded Lapin's first adventure, which now has four bosses to defeat. Uh, several new weapons and arsenal, which become later become staples, which of course uh, the super missiles, the super bombs, uh, the gravity beam, and the speed boost. After going uh, through the entire planet, Samus encounters a gigantic Metroid. No, Metroid, uh, the size of Metroid never seen before anywhere else. The Metroid initially attempts to kill Samus, but actually stops because he real actually realizes that who Samus is. And it turns out to be the baby, the baby Metroid that uh, Samus uh, rescued. So rest, Samus once again does bad with the mother brain, but uh, but because the mother brain is much stronger this time, she actually nearly kills Samus before the baby Metroid attacks, trying to save him. It transfers its energy to Samus just before mother brain kills the Metroid, and getting powered up by the remains, Samus finally kills the mother brain and once again has to escape before the planet explodes. As you can probably imagine, Super Metroid was met with critical acclaim. With everybody selling it, it was well worth the wait, which of course it was 10 years, not counting Metroid 2, it was 10 years between uh, Metroid and Super Metroid. I know some people also felt that the game came too late in the Super Nintendo uh, lifespan. Uh, nonetheless, it received numerous awards and still, still considered one of the best games period of all time. In 1996, unfortunately, Yokai left Nintendo after the failure of the Virtual Boy and died later year in, died a late year later in a car accident. There was an attempt to get an N64 version of Metroid, but due to questions on how Samus could be controlled with the controller and Nintendo's own disbelief in being able to get make a worth worth worthy successor to Super Metroid, the, the N64 never actually got a Metroid game. But there was a new sequel that did come eventually uh, in 2002, Metroid Fusion for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, Sandwich was part of a survey crew to explore planet SR-388 when she got attacked by a new form of a parasite known as X. 
The Federation found Samus unconscious after she crash-landed after being infected with the X. Seeing that the X-parasite was affecting the ner her nervous system, they were able to cure her using a vaccine made up of uh, cells from, from both the baby Metroid from Super Metroid. The cure also had a side effect, but now Sam was now able to absorb X-parasites from nourishment, but she now unfortunately also gains the, the Metroid's weaknesses to cold. The remnants of Sam's infected suit was sent for examination, though Summer's suit was unable to be removed uh, during surgery. Later on, Samus is giving a new mission at the station she was initially at the station she was initially actually exploding where she, where she was supposed to uh, be studying uh, with the with the Federation scientist. She finds out the the X, that the X has infested the station uh, and the uh, one of the X parasites actually turning into a copy of Sam uh, an actual physical copy of Samus's power suit, which was called at the time the SAX. Samus has to destroy the various ex-creatures to regain some of her functionality of her suit, and she eventually finds out that the Federation was actually looking to breed Metroids, and then that they're also looking to capture the SAX for, for military purposes. Because of this, Samus intends to destroy the planet, although her, although her gunship's computer initially tries to stop her, and then it relents as it's realized that um, the gunship's computer has the consciousness of her former commander, Adam Malkovich. In the game, eventually Samus proceeds to destroy the SAX and after regaining her ice beam, and then she destroys the Omega Metroid was able to escape the space station before it crashed into the planet. Two, 2004 saw the release of Zero Mission, which was basically a retelling of the first Metroid game, but it actually had a second part of the game where uh, she actually has to fight without her suit, and the... Uh, in the game itself, there's only she only she only um she only has a, like a tiny little pistol which came rapid fire. And there's only two other games in this in the main series, which one was a remake of uh, Samus Returns, but that was for the uh, Nintendo DS, and other M for the Nintendo Wii, which is I'm not gonna cut really touch up on because it's not really um it's kind of beyond the scope of this uh, of this. Of this uh, podcast, and of course, I also know about the Pride series, but again, this one's a bit outside the uh, bit outside the uh, scope of this of uh, this broadcast. But uh, as for as for my own memories, I mean, Metroid was quite a fun game. It was it was a, it was either third or fourth game I actually got more so over than. Uh, than Super Mario Brothers and such, but uh, I remember it was, of course, it was one since it was an open exploration game. But at the time, I didn't really get to, I didn't get to play Zelda that much. So for me, this was the first game where you actually, I actually had to map some stuff. And uh, but it was actually quite a fun game. Uh, although I, I do remember having unable to beat the initially. Be, took me quite a while to uh, beat the. Uh, Beat the uh, the self-destructing one because the jumps were so. Because basically, when, when you were escaping, uh, you have these tiny little platforms where you have. Um, it's really it's really small platforms. You just barely stand on them, and it took me quite a while because I I got I got so frustrated because if you, especially if you get so close to the top, um, 
and you missed a jump, and you could pretty much be falling all the way down, and you'd be like, yep, screw it. And, um, uh, the only other two games I really played were, of course, the Super Metroid and, um, the Game Boy, and, uh, the Game Boy Advance games, because I had the Game Boy Advance at the time, and both still retain that feel, and, and, of course, um, uh, Super Metroid, which, of course, everybody played, and that was such a great game, uh, the, the way the, uh, just the combination of the graphics and the music just really, you really feel that isolation that they, that the, uh, the creators of the game really intent wanted you to have, and then, um, as for the Game Boy uh, Advance games, it pretty much has the same thing. And, you know, it, the game has, has its own legacy. I mean, you probably heard the term Metroidvania, uh, which, of course, um, basically pr pretty much uh, going back to the Castlevania series a little bit. Uh, Castlevania became more like exploration, and st of course, starting with Symphony of the Night, and uh, uh, and because it basically has the same feel as Ca as uh, Metroid, that's why the term Metroidvania came out. Uh, I know lately, yes, I know Capcom has. I mean, what am I saying? Uh, Konami hasn't made a a good ca uh, Castlevania game ever since, but um, but at least they finally started getting out of it once they got. We they start doing the the true three D game, three uh, D games, but um, but it's kind of funny. Like you see how uh, one um, like a series, a uh, different series, which was until Symphony and I became were mostly platformers, and just became more exploration explorers, just like um, just like with Metroid. So anyway, uh. Unfortunately, this is going to be a short one, uh, a short podcast. Uh, I know people are going crazy over the co this coronavirus thing, and uh, hopefully I give a little bit of a, I hopefully this podcast and all this podcast, and all the podcast, all, all my past episodes, I hope you get a little, uh, at least take, take your mind off things a little bit. I know things are a little crazy. Uh. But anyway, I'm going to stop it here. So, uh, again, keep an eye out on both Instagram and Facebook pages for updates. And thank you all for listening. And until next time, keep it old school.